Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Danny has an article today on update on Arkansas's top in-state prospects for 2024. Mm-hmm. Is this as deep, Trey, as maybe we've seen a class in Arkansas in a while? I mean, it's headlined by Walker White, who is uh, committed to Auburn. You've got number two is Braylon Russell, the running back out of Benton, who initially committed to Arkansas, decommitted, and uh, now he's got Arkansas in his new top ten. Charleston Collins, I mean, this is a stud, four-star prospect uh, by the composite rankings out of Little Rock Mills, 6'4", 257. And I'm, I'm sure you've been watching the recruiting of T.J. Lindsey, the defensive lineman, out of Bryant, this kid is blowing up. Seems like he's getting a Power 5 offer every day now. And then maybe the guy that, uh, are we looking at another maybe trailing type, uh, Burks type of player in Courtney Crutchfield, the wide receiver out of Pine Bluff? I mean, this class just keeps getting better and better. <clears throat> Yeah, Crutchfield's no. Crutchfield's getting a lot of attention. He's not as big as Burks is, about 175. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a it's a really good class. Uh, last year wasn't near as deep as this one, but you know it wasn't long ago. 2022. I mean, you go back to that class and had Isaiah Satania, Marion Harris, Andrew Chambly, Quincy McAdoo, uh, Nico Davier, uh, Manny Powell, who actually moved to Fayetteville from Ohio his senior year. Uh, so James Joyner was also in that class. J.J. Hollingsworth, Dax Courtney. Um, so that was a pretty solid class, mm-hmm. um, you know, just two years ago. So, but it's it's one of you know Arkansas is a smaller state, so uh, it seems like there's big variances in the number of you know SEC caliber. Uh, athletes like in Texas, you know, it's always it doesn't seem like as big as a variance because you're talking 350, 400 people, you know, that are going to sign Division One. Uh, in Arkansas, you know, you know, you probably you're not going to have, um, you know, a tenth of that probably. Uh, you're going to have like, you know, in a good year, Division One, what 15, something like that. Um, SEC even fewer than that, but. Uh, it, it just seems like it fluctuates maybe from three to uh, as many as 12. I think, what did they sign, 10 last year from the state of Arkansas? They've already offered eight for this. Uh, and when I say last year, I don't. I mean the, the 22 class, not 23. Um, but, you know, in the 23 class didn't sign that many uh, from the state. But it looks like uh, there's a possibility for that in 24. <laughs> um. I'll go ahead and read a couple of the uh, comments on our Asher Record Service Company live-in feedback. Jeffrey says, Trey, I just got my lifetime hog sports gift. I didn't know he was giving gifts out. I appreciate you sending this life-size Trey Biddy statue. 
I put it right next to my TV, so even during no the Hall games, I'm always watching you. What well, does your statue, does it move? Wow. Does he walk and talk in the living Amazing. room? Hogs win by double digits. Your yeah. thoughts? I mean, for it's a it's a really good deal for ninety nine ninety nine, ninety nine. Uh, I will ship you a Trey Biddy life size statue <laughs> for you to put in your living room, and you do get uh, Hog Sports for life. Wow. Wait a minute, ninety nine nine like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I start so I, that's I why I had the, uh, the pause for the comedic effect. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Wow, ninety nine. You know, you didn't even get a fat head. You just went straight to a statue. That's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somewhere out there, there's somebody that believes that it's not true. <laughs> there's no statue. There's no lifetime subscription. Somebody's got their there's checkbook out. Let's see, nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. If you got a check like that, you might have to figure out how to appease them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! Okay, Trey Biddy now has his own statue. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll change to uh, Chris's question then. When question for Trey Biddy? No, oh, Trey Buddy. Trey Buddy, no, that's a common, that's a common uh, autocorrect. Trey Buddy, Trey Buddy, when he comes yeah. on, uh, Trey Buddy, can you explain why it's so hard for Coach Pittman to get five stars on campus for a visit, especially O line? The mm-hmm. coach must quickly begin landing five stars. Yeah, well, basketball tradition for uh, Arkansas is is different than football tradition. Um, I th- you know, a big part of it is just the, the number of talents that are out there available. You know, 24-7 sports ranks 32 players, five-star prospects. Four-star prospects, it's more like 350 players. Three-star, you're talking maybe a couple thousand. So quite a difference in the quantity of players that are five-star recruits. Um, you know, we've used this talking about defensive line in the past that, you know, the good Lord just didn't make a lot of 6'5", 300 and, you know, whatever pound kids that can run a 4'8", with quick twitch muscle fibers. There's just not a lot of people out there like that. Uh, And there's not a lot of people that come through Arkansas that are like that. You know, McTelvin Aguim is probably the closest uh, in recent recent memory in terms of being a five-star type of prospect. Um, Arkansas is in a small area, a smaller state, and the state does not produce at a high level per capita when you talk about talent. Compare that to a state like Louisiana, just south of here, uh, that produces probably more talent per capita than any other state in the country. Georgia would be another that really produces. Mississippi. Mississippi produces way more talent than Arkansas does for a state that's about the same from a population standpoint. Way more talent. Um, that's something that I've always talked about uh, with Arkansas. They have the facilities, they have the fans, uh, the, the financial backing. Uh, they've got a lot of support, obviously, in this state. The one thing that's holding Arkansas back is not some stigma that they can't win or any of that stuff. It is proximity to big-time talent in their backyard. Basketball is just a different sport. I mean, you just see players come from all over different parts of the country. They're willing to, to travel farther. Um it's just it's just different, and maybe maybe I don't I don't know if I would say football in the southeast is 
more competitive, but it is. I, th- I feel like Southeastern Conference football is probably a little bit more competitive. Basketball's right there, though, especially here these last, you know, seven, eight years or so. It seems like it's really taken things to another level. But um, yeah, I mean, there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of five stars out there. And uh, the state of Arkansas, I mean, how many five stars has the state produced? I can think of. I could probably count them on my hand. Um, Darren McFadden was one. Darius Winston was one. Um, Mitch, Mitch Mustaine was one. McTelvin Aguim was one. I cannot remember another one. I might be missing somebody, but the rankings go back to about 2002, so over 20 years now. Um, and you're talking about maybe four or five star prospects in the history of the state. That's that's one big reason. Um, basketball rosters are infinitely smaller than football rosters you're you're trying to recruit 85 players trying to recruit you know roughly 25 maybe nowadays more like 20 a year so just not a lot when you consider alabama georgia tennessee you know auburn all these other schools they're also trying to get five stars that's why long answer (laughs) but a good one yeah well, I was sitting there thinking, and I was trying to come up with other five-star prospects in the state, yeah. and you're right. Well, Trey, the good news is you can reach out anywhere in this country for the low, low price of $13.8 million and pull you a five-star. <laughs> yeah. No, you only get a four-star for that. The, the quarterback that was going to Florida was a four-star. Yeah, he he was wasn't a four even star. a five-star. Can you believe it? He bounced it? back and forth. He was close. He was okay. bouncing back and forth between four and five star, but he was like number five ranked quarterback in the country. Mm. Um, and no, he didn't end up getting thirteen and a half million dollars. No, nope. I'm he not sure what he got from Arizona State, but uh, probably probably not much. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Said he got nothing. All right, Trey. Two names on this list that Danny put together. That um, one name that is extremely intriguing based upon the fact that. As infrequently as Arkansas uh, produces five stars, it is also seems to be as frequent in regards to three, four, five-star linebackers. There is a prospect, Brian Huff, by way of Valley View. I mean, this young man looks like the perfect picture. If you were going to build a linebacker, 6'3", 221 from Valley View, his offer list now includes Arkansas, Notre Dame, LSU, Oklahoma State, Missouri, and others. Uh, he is expected, uh, Brian is expected to return to Fayetteville this spring after not uh, making it for the three prospect days back in January. He is one, and I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch any of his highlights, particularly if you just watched uh, the championship game uh, back in December at War Memorial, Jalen Dupree, this young man has quietly blown up. I'm just repeating uh, what Danny wrote. Offers now from Kansas State, Boston College, Tulsa, Colorado State, and others. This kid, I think, is going to be a steal for somebody, uh, Trey, and I'm talking about Jalen Dupree. Yeah, could be. Could be. Arkansas hasn't uh, offered yet, but uh... – he is developing a nice-looking nice, nice looking offer list, uh, as you mentioned, Kansas State, Boston College, um, and some others. Um, 
you know, as far as Brian Huff, he was offered by Arkansas January 25th, Travis Williams target. So I guess not long after Travis Williams got here, it identified him as a, as a guy. Arkansas State offered him the same day back January 25th. Um, then not long after that, you got Memphis, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. Usually it's a good sign for out-of-state programs to offer a kid if the in-state school offers them. Especially, I would think, in this climate, because the days of taking guys, you know, we might say, you know, Arkansas has offered eight guys inside the state. And, and to your point about the depth of the, you know, the, the talent in the state, Randy, uh, the days of picking up a guy inside the state, you know, who's got a lot of potential, but he's real raw and those things, that guy's a walk-on now. There's no wasting a scholarship on a guy hoping he develops in a few years because of the transfer portal. Uh, you're not taking 25 high school guys anymore. You're taking more like 20 high school guys and then 10 transfers or more. And we're going to see more for Arkansas this year, no question. Uh, so that's, you know, that's maybe a point that needs to be made also when talking about, you know, measuring what is a really good and deep in-state crop versus, you know, what we might have said is a really good deep in-state crop you know, five or ten years ago. So is your athlete who they who is who gets the term athlete, is he the one that's being squeezed out or is is uh, a different position player being squeezed no, out? No, I, I think it's just uh, I think it's just overall um, you know maybe not taking a flyer on a guy that you might have in the past from inside the state. Um, just because of, you know, He's raw or underdeveloped or, mm-hmm. or things like that. I think that's I – th- I just think that, you know, what we'll see is move, more and more moving forward is, you know, only taking guys that you feel really good about from just about every perspective versus, you know, hoping a guy. Uh, you know, Arkansas recruits plenty of guys who are listed as athletes. Raheem Sanders was listed as an athlete. Um, A.J. Green was listed as an athlete. Rashad DeBinion was listed as an athlete. All three of those guys – um, Dominic Dominic Johnson might have been listed as an athlete. You might have all four of your running backs uh, who are listed as athletes who are, who are coming back. But, no, I don't think it's specific to one group as much as, you know, just just everybody. It, I mean, it, it just feels like they're, everybody is going to more and more, especially in bigger conferences, you know, not take guys that they would view as a – not a risk. That's not the right word to put on it. It's just maybe a guy that uh, maybe isn't as developed as some other guy. Just you know, a guy that really needs to develop over the years. That's that guy's probably going to be asked to walk on now. Arkansas developed a lot of good offensive linemen that came as prospects in the yes. 70s, 80s, and early 90s. You're right. Probably won't happen again. I did get asked. Uh, when you're talking about five stars, was Sean Andrews a five star? Was he a four? Or, or Sean whatever? Andrews was a five star. He was, was around okay. that time. So there was a couple of variations of rivals when it started out and, and split into what became Scout. Um, and around 2000, 2001, rivals was more of a national only deal. And then it eventually changed to where it was, um, you know, became team sites and that kind of fed to the national. Uh, brand from there but uh, back then that's why you won't find that's why most of the stuff you find go back to about 2002 but back then um, you had several top 100 players Uh, that was probably that would have been probably the best class in Arkansas history 
that year. Um, mm. Sean Andrews, I believe Batman Carroll was in that class also. Um, it was a uh, Jeb Huckabee, I believe, was in that class also. He was a top 100 player in that class. So uh, that was a uh, that was a pretty that would have been like a big time year. But yeah, Sean Andrews would have been um, he would have been a five star. So he would have been probably the other one. But again, it was in that kind of limbo year. There's not like a bunch of records. There actually, I think 24/7 may have gone back and retroactively added that. I could probably find that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm sure you'd like this this particular thought. I'll save that. I'll save that for the next segment. Don't waste your time with it. But uh, Trey, we spent a lot of time earlier trying to figure out the NET. If do you? Uh... Yeah. Arkansas moved up in the net rankings to twentieth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um... You have an it factors in everything else. I mean, a team that, you know, maybe was a quad two turns into a quad one that you beat and it helps you move up, you know. I don't know. It's a it's a conglomerate, conglomeration of, <laughs> of what's happening all across college basketball. So Maybe Arkansas like shouldn't a, play anymore. If they just wouldn't play, they could keep Yeah, that's what up. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. It actually hurt them winning at uh, South Carolina. <laughs> But they they lost to lost to Mississippi State. They move up. <laughs> yeah, you know you lose to Mississippi State and you move up three spots. Figure that one out. Okay. Yep. All right, Trey. Enjoy the rest of your night, evening, and we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of HogSports.com, being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.